Hello and welcome to Com Talk. This is the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a show from devoted geeks who are devoted to letting you know that you are loved. I'm Dallas. I'm so glad you guys have hit the play button today. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you found us, hey, thanks for being part of our community. Today, ladies and gentlemen, is the final part of our three-part series where myself and a variety of our team sit down to discuss GeekCon. We are debriefing, talking about how things were at GeekCon and what it was like. And guys, I'm really excited about today's conversation because this is, uh, as we wrap it up, it's going to be with Branson. And uh, Branson and I on the back end have a really great conversation about um, doing what we do, the reason why we do what we do, and the fact that, yes, we're in the space and we're geeks and we're, we're using geek culture and language to encourage other people. But if you're not a geek, you still have a voice. If you're not a geek, if you're not somebody who, who speaks the geek language, if you will, you still have a people group to reach out to. Because you know them, you understand them. And uh, so we get into this really great conversation on the back end of this podcast. So I want to encourage you guys to lean in and and uh, enjoy this podcast. Reach back out to us if you could. Uh, you can, <laughs> I was about to give you the wrong email address. But hey, just reach out to us on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just look for Geek Devotions. And uh, hey, check out later this week. We'll have some more things coming to you guys. We have a special uh, one-shot devotional from John coming to you through this RSS feed. And a special episode of Casual Gamer Society coming out later this week. Also, all good stuff. But hey, let's get into today's conversation. Glicks, what is going on? We are receiving a signal from a new area on the planet Geekery. All right, let's see what the planet has for us today. Opening forms in three, two, one. All right, and we are now here with... uh, Another member of the team was joined us for GeekCon uh, um, recently, and that is my good friend, the man who leads up Bees Views and Reviews, the man who is the mastermind behind an upcoming drama series of Gospel by Gaslight, Branson <laughs> Boykin. Hello, everybody. Good to be here. Good to be How here. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Doing good. Slowly recuperating. Uh, GeekCon was fun. It took a lot out of me, though. <laughs> but I think I, I think I'm finally back to at least eighty-five to ninety percent energy level. I, I'm feeling you. I'm I'm trying to get to that point too. I feel like I'm yeah. almost there. Um, so Branson um, was with us all weekend long, um, and um, it was it was cool seeing you interact because um, you the first day of the con you were there with your boys as yeah. a couch potato potato gamer dude which (laughs) i laughed at it because it was funny your sons are like like legit cosplay and you're wearing like boxers in a robe (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that was that was the thing i normally we all try to wear like the same t-shirt like we'll all wear spider-man t-shirts or all wear superman t-shirts or something like that right and so i asked my boys i was like well what do y'all want to do and brayson spoke up and said well i want to cosplay among us it's like, oh, oh, we're doing cosplay. All right. And I'm thinking <laughs> me and my 250 pound self with glasses. Yeah. Who am I going to p- cosplay? <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. And then Brantley speaks up and uh, they went uh, one year for Halloween. They dressed up as Steve and a creeper. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Minecraft. And Brantley played was the creeper. So this time he wanted to be Steve. Ah, and so since Brayson was doing a video game character, he wanted to do a video game character because he's at that age where older brother 
everything older brother does is cool and he wants to copy it. Oh, totally get that. So I've got these two boys who are wanting to cosplay as video game characters. I'm like, what video game character could I be? And uh, I have uh, an old wireless Xbox controller. Now, when I say Xbox children, I'm talking about the very first one. Okay. With the red ring not, of death. Yeah, not not the not the Xbox X or the Xbox One or even the Xbox 360. I'm talking about the very first one they made when dinosaurs roamed the earth. <laughs> uh, but I have a Spider-Man themed one, and uh, it was a gift for Mandy when we were dating. So even though I no longer own an Xbox, I keep it for sentimental reasons. Sure. But I had it, and I was like, you know, I've got this controller that goes to nothing, and I got to look around. I was like, you know, I've got a bathrobe. And I've got an old gamer's headset that Brayson has because he bought a better one with his birthday money. <laughs> I was like, if my boys are going as video game characters, why don't I just go as a video game player? <laughs> and so I would follow them around with the controller out in front of me, pushing buttons and stuff. And I was running by one uh, vendor and they were getting out ahead of me and I had to like, wait, stop, slow down, slow down. Cause they, you know, they thought everything was cool. They wanted to see everything. And one of the vendors yelled out, you need to control your characters better. <laughs> it's like, I know, I know the batteries are running dead, but uh, it was that's a lot so of fun. Good. It was a lot of fun. The boys had a blast and I got to just be goofy. You know, so. that's one of the reasons I love cons is that yeah. everyone's part of the joke. Everyone's part of the story right. and people who interact appropriately and respectfully, it's a great time. Uh, yeah. So that's so cool, man. Uh, <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> laughed. Celeste looked at me. It was funny. She looked at me and she goes, why do you and Branson have the same bathrobe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because your first cosplay, you were uh, Ford from I know, Arthur Dent. Arthur from, Dent, that's right. From, uh, yeah, from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I haven't read that book in forever. I get the characters mixed up. I'm sorry. But yeah, I remember that now. Wow. I have the same bathroom. <laughs> Great minds think alike. That's all it is. <laughs> if we can, I, I got, I'm going to try to find a picture of me and that and you and yours, and we'll put it back to back for uh, for the Instagram <laughs> later. <laughs> same bathroom. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh my gosh. That's so good. So Branson. Yes, sir. Obviously, lots of good times. Had fun with lots of stuff. Man, what's a, what's a highlight of the con for you, bro? Oh, gosh. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is our panel. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I think it was so neat that we were given a platform to tell con goers exactly what we do and why we do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, we tried to talk people that would come by our booth. Sure. But you know, to have a, a platform where we were up on a stage and people could ask us questions and we could actually have these conversations about why we do what we do and how we balance our faith with our fandoms. And uh, that was just a cool experience. I had a lot of fun. You know, it was uh, you, me, John, and, and Kevin up there. So it was like an episode of The Bottom Shelf. We were just goofing off and having a great time. Uh, it was, <clears throat> excuse me, but it was a, a really really cool experience uh just to have that platform and to be able to tell people who we are and what we're about and then on a more scaled down level mm -hmm. uh, there was a lady who uh, was a vendor at the con and uh she had shared with me that she was having some 
some uh, financial issues. Mm. And she was really hoping that she could sell enough stuff to, to pay some bills off. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, I went back to our booth and uh, I grabbed Celeste and I said, Hey, uh, you know, this lady really needs some prayer. So we went back and we prayed for, I saw her at the end of the day and she had sold like $80 worth of stuff in the span of like an hour. Wow. And then I spoke with her the next day and one of the other vendors had bought a ton of her product. Wow. Uh, because they were running short and they needed some, some more stuff and she was selling what they needed, what they needed. So they bought a ton of her product. Now I don't know the the specifics of the amounts and, and, and whether or not she got all of her bills paid, but I do know that after we prayed for her needs started getting met, people started buying stuff. Yeah. Uh, and to see God work and yeah. to answer that prayer request almost immediately. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I, I think it was cool because that was while we were there. You exactly. know, we were there to, to bring encouragement. We were there to tell people that God loves them and that there's a purpose for their life. And someone got to experience that in real time. Word. So now that I think about it, that's more important than the panel. But the panel <laughs> was the first thing that came to mind. So those were not in order of importance. Uh, <laughs> but those are the first things that come to mind. So just to give you a heads up, that woman messaged us later. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, she was concerned about one specific bill. Uh-huh. Uh, that day, like she was really concerned that something very specific was not going to be handled and had to be handled that day. Yeah. By end of the con, that bill was met, and all of her other bills plus some were met. Oh wow! By the end, of that, that con, is so cool. Everything That's was awesome. taken care of completely, and so praise God, um, that is awesome. Oh yeah, and that's that's one of the things. Like a lot of the vendors, they show up there. Some of these vendors, they're they're on a limb. They're hoping to just make enough break even and maybe pay for a couple extra things. Right. And so there's a, there's a natural like, Hey, you know, right there. Yeah. And we weren't there necessarily to make money as geek devotions. We had some stuff to sell. Sure. Right. Um, but that wasn't our main goal. Some of these people they're eating off of what they make. Right. And so the fact that you were sensitive to the fact that she a, was dealing with some stuff and then we're like, let's take care of this right now. And you went and grabbed Celeste and, and brought her to, so we, so we could pour into her, so we could pray for her, man. Yeah. You hit now. That's why we're there. Like, yeah. Like, would we love to be able to pray for all the vendors? Absolutely. Yeah. But we are there to encourage one way or another and see God move yeah. in powerful ways. Absolutely. So good, Absolutely. man. So I feel like you answered it, but what was your big win, man? What's your big win from the, for the con? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, seeing that happen was definitely a big win. Um, you know, last year when they had the con, it was right after all the COVID stuff had right. went down. So they had mass mandates and, and, and things like that. And people were still kind of iffy about things. And it just, last year it felt kind of constricted. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was just the atmosphere of the world in general at that time. I don't know. But this year it felt a lot more free. Mm. Like people felt like they were there and they were just having a good time. Right. It was just, you know, I compared to last year, it was like just a breath of fresh air. Like, ah, okay, this is a con. This is what a con looks like. Totally. Uh, so just being able to interact with the people, uh, show love to them in an environment where we got to, be interested. You know, I, I, I would see the way you would look at people's cosplays 
and recognize who they were who they were trying to dress up as. Like you wouldn't call them by their name. You would call them by who they were dressed up as. Right. And their heads would turn. They're like, what? What? It's like, <laughs> hey, can I get a picture with you? And to see the smile on their faces, you know, it was it was really cool to watch because it you connected with them on that level. You connected with, hey, that's, you know, we know who you're supposed to be. I wasn't able to do that a whole, whole lot because you have a, a more wealth of knowledge than me, especially when it comes to anime. <laughs> Although there was one couple that dressed up as Midoriya and uh, Aravity from My oh, yeah. Hero Academia. And as they walked by, I stood up and in my best All Might voice went, Young Midoriya. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got a laugh. It got a laugh. But I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> but just, you know, just the ability to to show people love and uh you know i think you've talked with some of the other other team members about the guy outside and uh i want to go on record as saying i don't doubt that what he is trying to do is coming from a good place mm-hmm. uh especially when when i was there now i, I saw him early in the morning mm-hmm. uh and early in the morning his tone was much more invitational mm-hmm. than it was condemning it was much more of a Hey, I know you think your life is together, but it's not as together as you think, because I thought my life was together and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Let me offer you hope. Let me offer you something that will bring you life. Uh, and then I heard later that as the day went on, his tone got sharper. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I, I was really hoping that maybe God was working on his heart a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, and I think you and I have talked about this before. We don't disagree with his message. We do believe that Jesus Christ will save us from our sins. And we do believe that Jesus Christ brings meaning and fulfillment to our life. Absolutely. But his methodology was difficult. Mm. You know, uh, it was sending more people away than it was drawing to us. And for us to be on the inside and see people hear what we're about and be like, Oh, thank God that y'all are normal (laughs) (laughs) Or, or not normal. That was the wrong word, but you're like me. Yeah. You know, uh, I shared this story before I went to a particular con where a church was trying to do what, what geek devotions does. And, and, and once again, their heart was in the right place. Hey, yeah. here's a whole group of people that as far as we know, are unreached. Let's do something. So they got a really cool background. and got some people to dress up in some, in some star Wars costumes and oh, yeah, yeah. you could, you could take star Wars pictures there, which was cool. Yeah. But it, you had about a five minute conversation before you realized their knowledge of star Wars ended with like what you saw the toy aisle at target. Oh man. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they knew who they were dressed as, but you right. couldn't have a conversation with them about the movies or about the animated series that filled in the gaps of the movies. Or uh, I can't remember if the new movies had come out at that point yet or not, but their heart was in the right place. Sure. They weren't star Wars fans. They were church people trying to reach what they assumed were star Wars fans. Right. You know? And so I think the fact that you had Christians who could have intelligent conversations about the stuff they were into Mm -hmm. was a big bonus. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm starting to, to venture into some of the things we talked about in the panel, but just the ability to use these fandoms as a tool to have spiritual discussions, you know, yeah. uh, I think was a, a big win. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so I, I guess I really can't point to a single moment. That was a win. Just the, the, the experience at the con overall was yeah. the win. The fact that we were able to do what we did, you know, 
Totally. You know, Brett, you, you kind of hit like a, a great topic. We bring this up often about geek devotions. You know, um, Celeste and I, we've taught a class a couple times over the years at a at a school ministry and uh, where we gave a, the class the opportunity to take over geek devotions for a month. Uh-huh. And uh, we walk through what we do here at Geek Devotions, and we're like, hey, you're going to do geek ministry. <laughs> yeah. Now, we supplied them with everything. We supplied them with the movies, the books, and then stuff, the ground rules that they needed to follow. But I told them, our objective is not for you guys to speak geek and to be geek. Our right. objective is to give you an idea of what you can do when you understand a language. And, you know, I am not a sports person. Right. Like I, I can't do, I just, it's not my thing. I know a few things here and there. Yeah. Uh, John and I, uh, my friend, John Frutiger, who was with us at the con, uh, he and I were, were laughing and reminiscing about the fact that we were one of five guys, not on the football team in Ashgrove, Missouri. <laughs> so I know a thing or two about Small football, football, man, small town I, football, brother, <laughs> you can't escape it. <laughs> I know a thing or two about football. I can catch a ball. Um, <laughs> but when they pat it out, me and the other guys just hung out around campus because we didn't have to pad out. <laughs> so, but I'm not going to go in there and act like I know about it and, and, and do some stuff. I'm going to operate in the world I live in. However, the people who know about sports, man, we got this dude on camp, on our staff at my church. He's the, uh, the youth pastor, Jaron Hall. Dude knows sports inside and outside. Dude can quote stats and he can quote names and all these other people. And I mean, the dude is lit. Like he is legitimately just a, a great guy and he is about it. And he, I can see him spin a, a conversation about sports into something Christ-like in an amazing way. I'm just like, go sport, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yay, sports team. Unless the sport has a sword, I'm just not rolling with it. I mean, I'll roll with some soccer, but that's the Mexican in me coming out. That's about <laughs> it. But my man, Jaron, can rock it out and does great stuff oh. with that. And, that. and that's the thing about what people... They needed to learn what they can and can't do and speak life. Not saying you don't try. You don't show compassion. You don't reach into it. I'm thankful for that church that was like, let's do some Star Wars stuff, man. We kind of got this stuff. Just go in there knowing. (laughs) Be real with people. Uh, Obviously, I I often, man, I'm talking to people. I have no idea what's happening. I'm like, please tell me about you. Tell me what you have going on because I don't get this, but I want to know. Right. Dude, that opens up more doors when you're willing to go, I don't know, than just, uh, oh yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, totally right. different. <laughs> well, I think especially especially with people in our community, yeah, if you give them an opportunity to talk about something that they enjoy, mm-hmm. they will not disappoint. Totally. They will not disappoint. I remember uh, one, I think it might have been either the first GeekCon or the second one. Mm-hmm. One guy came cosplayed. I don't even know what it was. He was this gargantuan. He had built his cosplay to where he had stilts. Yeah, yeah. So he was standing like a good foot and a half taller than everybody else. And it was this like mech armor. But it oh, had, it was from Warhammer. Oh, was that what it was? I and think he had so. Like, he had like a tattered Templar flag draped across his body. I think he was from Warhammer. Yeah. And, and I walked up to him and I was like, I have no idea what you were supposed to be, but it looks awesome. <laughs> Could you please? <laughs> and obviously it didn't take, cause I don't remember what he said he was, but, <laughs> but I mean, it was just one of those, I don't know what this is, but it's cool. Yeah. And, and you, you see him light up. He's like, well, you know, it took me so many hours to do this shoulder pad and I had to figure out how to make these lights work and, and stuff. And just take an opportunity to be interested in what they're interested in. 
and like you said, be honest about, hey, I don't know this. Right. But it looks cool. Right. And and given enough opportunity, they will educate you. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna like, I mean, a lot of can... what I know is because I ask questions. Right. Right. <laughs> or, you know, it, you might be lucky enough that they'll come up to you and say, hey, the fact that you know nothing about this means you would be great on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Check out the Gundam By the Watch. Way, if, yeah. If you're not listening to the Gundam Watch, you should be. <laughs> uh, just beware of the bonus episode that's coming out. Uh, <laughs> why you gotta bring us down, man? <laughs> so funny, so funny. Oh my gosh! So, um, but you're so right, man. Asking people, they will share. Out. So, true story. Um, after the con, the the last day of the con, um, we're all exhausted. Uh, we're we're all just we're just done. Um, we graciously, um, your, your bride opened the house for us to come over and eat and, and hang out and, uh, and try to recoup. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. When I showed up uh-huh. at the, at your house, uh, so last night we the last ones there. Cause we had to go back to our house and drop stuff off. I walked into your kitchen and I saw everyone sitting around the table. First off, it made my heart glad to see everybody hanging out, eating together, but it reminded me of a movie scene, Branson. A movie scene. Yeah. Uh you remember the end the cut or the uh the end credit scene in Avengers when they're all <laughs> <laughs> eating shawarma <laughs> and everyone's just sitting there spaced out. <laughs> That's kind of what it looked like when I walked in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I could definitely see that. We're all like uh uh My feet hurt. <laughs> but but while we're there um your son came out and um and the door was open for him to reveal his ultimate vast knowledge of rubik's cubes <laughs> yes and he yes. did not disappoint yeah <laughs> but again yeah. that's what you were saying give yeah. an opportunity to let somebody share something they're passionate about mm-hmm. they're going to share it right regardless uh-huh. so. god is faithful he'll use that as an opportunity to create a doorway for you to share your faith with them where, you know, uh, it, 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 it never fails. You just have to be willing to be available. Totally. And those, those doors open by themselves, you know, uh, and that, that's the crazy thing is, you know, I've been to the evangelism training where they try to teach you how to break up Jesus, break up, not break up, bring up, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I can't that's talk a band. There's a band called Jesus. And we're breaking it up. It just wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. To bring up Jesus naturally right. in conversation. And that that always confused me because if you make yourself available, those opportunities present themselves. Sure. Uh, you, you know, uh, you, you don't have to look for it. It's there. Now, you, there, may, there may be some apprehension. There may be mm. some, oh, how do you know, once the conversation starts, what do I do? But, uh, you know, one of the things Mandy shared with me back when we were first married, uh, we had some people come to the house and we were trying to share Jesus with. And I was... Uh, they didn't have the faith that I had. They believed something else. So I was pouring over my notes and studying stuff, trying to understand what they believed and how I could kind of counter with scripture. And and I, I shared with her, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm really nervous. I'm going to mess this up somehow. And she said, you're being obedient. Mm. You're, you're doing something that God has asked you to do. He's, you know, he's not going to let you mess that up. This, this is up to him anyway. You're just being available. You know, and when you when you approach someone and say, "Tell me about this cosplay," or, or "Tell me about your fandom," 
and you're just being available and being obedient, those doorways open up. And you have an opportunity to share. And sometimes it's a salvation message. Sometimes it's just a, hey, you know, I know life is rough, but it's really not. It's really right. not as bad as you think it is. Or you may think that you're alone right now, but you're not because right. there are people who care. Totally. Which is ultimately the mission of Geek Devotions is to let people right. know they're loved. You know, so I, I don't know. I could talk about that all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hit on that just a little bit, though, what you just brought up about this whole sharing yeah. thing and us, the apprehension of what if I screw up? Um, I'm going to take you back okay. to our high school days. Oh, boy. <laughs> and we were on the fencing team together. And for those of you who didn't know, Brett, I'm sorry that I broke the blade. Okay, it was an accident. <laughs> he says it was an accident as he was losing. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, we were at a tournament, and um, the week prior, um, I had been really challenged about the whole idea of evangelism, sharing your faith with everybody, and um, I shared my faith with an individual during a tournament. And um, try to bring it up, try to do some stuff. And it just, the dude heard the words I said, but he was receptive necessarily. Wasn't a like, ah, you're an, like, it was a, it was a respectful, we were friends and he appreciated it and kind of stuff yeah. kind of moved on from it. I remember feeling so defeated and I felt like I failed. And so I went down to find you. Now, for those of you who didn't know at the time, Branson had the nickname, Literally on his on his armband that he had awarded a tournament rev because he, he was the team preacher and uh, I was like I didn't talk to you and you're like dude are you okay I'm like I don't know like like I feel like I failed in sharing my faith and you said something really profound to me that night and it was your job isn't to get people saved you share the seed and it's up to to the Holy Spirit to do what He's going to do with it and for them to respond to Him responsibly. Amen. And that's all we do. Amen. All we do is we share the seed, natural conversation. This conversation that you and I are having, we're 24 minutes into this conversation. This is going to be the longest podcast ever. I may actually have to break up this podcast into segments for the <laughs> Calm Talk as a whole between John and Kevin and you and I now. But this is just natural outgrowth conversation that we have. Right. We're all individuals who uh, were in the word. We're, we're, we're in faith. We, we, we're praying. We're all this sort of stuff. And when this is a part of our life, things just naturally come out. Part of people, uh, I'm having a conversation with somebody later. Uh, he's starting to, he's getting into ministry and he's really been challenged by geek devotions. And one of those questions he asked for me is, um, um, and I don't, I, 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 I have to say this. It's like, we're kind of coaching him a little bit, but it's like, how do we do this? How do we do this? And really it's just, if I'm in the word, if I'm in prayer, man, I see Christ in things and it's just going to come out of me naturally. Yeah. And Absolutely. you and I, I mean, we've gone several different directions talking about your couch potato boxer wearing self and <laughs> to this stuff because it's just right. natural. Yeah. Because it comes out. And the more we're doing this, the easier it becomes. And, um, you know, some people, they may feel uncomfortable with it, but if we're not bashing over the head, uncomfortableness opens the door to the gospel. Right. I mean, if, if, if a person has an issue with what I have to say, because I'm speaking the truth, that's one thing, mm -hmm. but let it be because I'm speaking the truth, not because I'm being a jerk. Right. Well, you know? what does the Bible say? You're going to have all these things, but from that we don't have love. It's a sounding gong. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so good. Oh, 
well, this podcast went a little bit differently than I thought it was going to, but I like it. So, Branson, <laughs> any other big takeaways from GeekCon? Uh, you know, there there was one moment that that was really really cool. Uh, the past couple of years, they had not had a panel for the comic book artists, mm-hmm. uh, just because you know. And, and I actually messaged Greg about it and said, "Hey, you know, I always love the con, but where are the panels for the comic book artists?" And he said, "Look, you know, we've got limited time." We make the best decision we can with the guests that we have. Uh, you know, thank you for the, the, the feedback, but we're just, we're just always trying to balance. And so this year they actually had panels for the comic artists and I was really excited about that. And um, I saw the, uh, the panel with Roland Paris and uh, Brian Stewart, which Roland and, uh, is an amazing guy. Yes. Yes. He's we great. Love Roland he, over here. Roland is the reason my art has improved over the past how long have we been going to GeekCon? uh six years yeah <laughs> uh because uh again going back to a story uh i do art on the side and, and i'm a big fan of comic book art and uh dallas you had actually had a conversation with roland and he had shared with you you know if you've got some friends that want to bring me their comic book art i'd love to look at it and give them some critiques and you told me about it i was like really so like, yeah <laughs> so i brought my itty bitty pathetic little portfolio of comic book drawings that I did. And I was like, can, can you look at this and, and tell me how I could be better? And what stuck out with me the most about Roland is he didn't say, Oh my gosh, this is trash. Like you call yourself an artist. Mm-hmm. He sat down and looked at it and he's like, okay, well there are some things here that you've got, right. You, you're really good with this and you're really good with that. And you have an understanding of this, which is good. So now this is what you need to do to improve. You need to focus on anatomy. You need to work on this. You need to, you know, tri- trim your lines here. I mean, he had some, some honest stuff, Yeah. but it gave me a direction to go in. Word. And then at, after that, I brought his stuff again. He says, okay, well, you've obviously been listening. That's good. Okay. Now you need to work on this, this, and this. And uh, just over the years and the past couple of times I've seen him, I actually haven't had anything for him because you know, life gets busy and I, I have one thing here or there, but he's just an overall, just a good human being. Totally. Uh, you know, so I was excited to be able to see him. And then Brian Stewart was uh, right next to him on the con floor and then was with him on the panel. And they were supposed to talk about pop culture and art. And they, they went up and at the beginning of the panel, they were like, I have no clue what that even is. Let's just talk about what we want to talk about. And what followed after that was such an uplifting, encouraging conversation about a responsibility that people who make it in the industry, you know, they were talking about specifically comic books, but it could apply to anything, movies, whatever. And their whole attitude was when people come up and talk to us, they could have gone and talked to anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, they're giving us their time. That's valuable. How am I going to trash that by dashing away their hopes and dreams? word and several people came up and commented on experiences they had with these guys that were positive that would spur them on to try to be better artists and it was one of the most uplifting encouraging uh panels i've ever been to i honestly i I hadn't heard of who brian stewart was before that panel Mm -hmm. but uh on his way out i grabbed him and said hey can i take a picture with you just because i mean he used to he used to work on kiss magazine Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess I should know who he is. And I mean, that's, I'm not a big 
Kiss fan, but but clearly he's worked with some big time guys, and for him to rub elbows with, uh, well, here's something that that you might connect with. He actually spent a weekend at Kevin Eastman's house. <laughs> no kidding. Working on something. Yeah, uh, they were doing a project together, and he calls up and says, "Hey, why don't you come out here? Bring your wife, bring your kids. They can hang out in the back, and you and I can sit and work on this book together." Cool. And that's what they did. He spent a weekend with Kevin Eastman. <laughs> like wow that's but, crazy uh, but he was so down to earth you know right. he was yeah okay i've i've rubbed elbows with some big guys that doesn't make me any special than anyone else right and uh so that was a i, I guess less of a, a christian spiritual aspect but just an overall generic feel good i can't think of a panel where i've walked away feeling uplifted mm. the way i did walking away from that panel so it's cool man so for anyone who wants to come back to GeekCon, if Roland comes back, go by his table, say hi. You won't Word. regret it. Give go him by money. Brian's, yeah, give him money, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, that sounds pathetic. Not that he's like <laughs> desperate for it, but support him. All right. right. He, he's not going to sit there and demand that you buy something for his time because he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Because he's that kind of guy. Buy a print. Get him to, to draw a picture for you. He's great. And the same thing with Brian. Uh, Brian's a great guy. Uh, really glad that I, I got to meet him. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. Dig it. Dig it. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, that was the segment. I'm at this point because I'm, I'm recording these in portions. Um, these may become individual episodes instead of segments. <laughs> yeah. Real talk. So, before we started recording this, Dallas was like, yeah, I'm going to have to trim back the bottom shelf episode because me and Kevin and John just went on for forever and ever, but it'll be shorter with us. Cause it's just the two of us. Yeah. No. Yeah. That didn't happen. <laughs> so, we'll find out. We'll find out. It, yeah. it may be a two hour long episode. John will be happy. Yeah. Uh, or this might be several 30 minute episodes. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, just to keep Branson, how can people find you? Hang on. Uh, my, headphone went crazy and i didn't hear what you said i still can't hear you i'm just playing you messing? <laughs> <laughs> well played sir well played all right brett so how can people find you bro <laughs> uh when i'm not having audio issues with my headphones uh <laughs> or or friends making me think i have issues with my headphones oh you have um, issues yeah, <laughs> I have several. They're in boxes. Of the, oh, wait, wrong kind of issue. Um, all right. Uh, I have a quarter of ComTalk called Bees, Views, and Reviews, where I uh, rate, review, and promote faith-based, family-friendly comics and the creators that make them. So if you have a faith-based, family-friendly comic, or you are a creator of a faith-based, family-friendly comic, uh, email me at branson.boykin at gmail.com, and we'll have you on the show and give you a chance to promote your stuff. I'm also on the bottom shelf where we review terrible movies and the watch them so you don't have to and try to draw some spiritual truths out of that. I'm also on the Gundam watch where Dallas and I watch mobile suit Gundam and talk about it. Dallas is the expert. I'm the newbie. Uh, and then I also have, as Dallas referred to earlier, I have an audio drama dropping September 9th called gospel by gaslight. It's a faith-based steampunk story about a guy who's bringing the light of the gospel against classical monsters such as vampires, werewolves, and witches. Uh, and we'll uh, be promoting that once it goes live. So that's where I am. Awesome. Dig it. 
All right, I'll add a tag on this later if uh, this is going to be a, a transition or if this is going to be a thing. But uh, Branson, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Oh, I had fun. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out this week with us uh, for Calm Talk. Hope you guys are encouraged. I hope this conversation has challenged you and stirred something inside of you. Like I said in the front end, if you guys have uh, feedback, if you guys have questions, reach out to us. You can find us on any social media platform. Just look for Geek Devotions. And uh, check our website, geekdevotions.com, where you can find this podcast, our other various podcasts, and the Geek Devotions Podcast Network, plus our YouTube show, where we release a devotional every single Friday designed to encourage you, challenge you, all from a geek culture perspective. So, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, remember, stay devoted. Peace and love. <laughs>